We love polarizing. We love being polarized. I'll tell you what, I, I love wrestling. Think it's great? It's pretty great. What up, man? We What's going on? Here. It is end something Pacific time. The Royal Rumble 2024 has concluded. We didn't here. wait, did we? No, this is no. good. Oh, yeah. Timely. You just sit and you watch four hours of wrestling, and then you're like, you know what I want to do? I want to think about that four hours for another whatever we end up doing here. Right? I can't go to sleep with these thoughts. I need to share them. No, no, certainly not. And Twitter characters don't don't suffice. No, <laughs> no. Not in the world no. of wrestling. No, and you know what? It's it's you know I think sometimes Twitter can be just overbaked, and so I just uh, yeah yeah I don't I don't post a ton of wrestling thoughts on Twitter the way I maybe did in the past. Well, let's set the table uh, here with my guy hmm. Justin Walker. Interesting word of choice. <laughs> Who's sitting at the head? You know, just just grab a seat. Just grab a seat. Everybody All won't right. be here today. Everybody it won't be a full house. <laughs> um, last time we had Justin on was season one. I'm doing this season two thing. So welcome, welcome to season two. We're happy to have you back in the classroom. Have, share your expertise. I am so hyped for season two. Season two. Turn season it up. two, man. Um, last time you were here, I believe we were discussing SummerSlam. It we might were. We were a, pre-SummerSlam, I think. I was going to say, was it a preview or a review? Can't fully recall. Oh, uh, uh, we had a lot of thoughts. We had a lot of uh, we had a lot of John Cena thoughts, and I, I still have a lot of John Cena thoughts, but they're just they're very different thoughts now. We had that. We had an Austin Theory one on one to uh, hash out and talk about. We sure Today, did. We have another one of those. Should, should we mention who it is at the top? Uh, kind of. I I don't know when uh, when it'll be ready to go, but I can preview it. That uh, uh, yeah, the other it was yesterday. Actually, I had a big sit down. I was standing. He was sitting with uh, with Claudio Castagnoli, AEW uh, former former um, uh, former champion over at uh, not AEW, the other one. <laughs> Help me out here. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. I kept wanting to say OVW, which is not a thing. Or anymore, I don't think. Uh, no, it probably is still a thing, actually. Anyway, so I had a big sit down with uh, with Claudio and uh, did that uh, did that over on the uh, on the rooftop of our uh, of our station there in uh, on the Strip on the Las Vegas Strip. And I'll tell you what, he's a he's a great guy, just a great guy. Now is that already up? No, not yet. I'm still in progress okay. on it. Cool, cool, cool. Planning on that. Up? Probably dropping on that. Uh, Probably dropping that on Monday, maybe Tuesday if things sort of fall back. So we'll see. I um I I, I don't have any sound right now. Next time, next time I come around, oh, it's gonna man. be pretty. I was, I was gonna say you you didn't bring an exclusive. You heard it here first on D Hoop University. You're you're terrible. No, I, I yeah I'm a, um you're right. I'm I'm a bad guy. I'm a heel. I'm a heel in this situation. Yeah. No, no just joking, man. <laughs> just joking. We're gonna talk about no, that I I again. Should have been somewhat present for that, and you all can relate to when you're when you're off work. Going back to work sounds like far less enticing than it does 
for whatever reason you thought of prior to? Well, the interview was on a Friday, and it sounded a lot more enticing on Thursday. <laughs> it was. And I understand. I, I, I understand it. I still have FOMO, like after the fact, and it's uh, like you, yeah. you can't have that because it was your call not to go. Right. But, right. I got you. Anywho, anywho, yeah, we're, we're, I want to hear a little bit about that. Um, and I, I didn't write. I, I made it, made it a point to go grab my pen before yeah. we started, and I didn't write anything down. Oh, okay. So, I think we have to start. Well, it's only, it was four matches on the show, so <laughs> that's the yeah, boy, the good a four-hour show with four matches on it is uh, that's something, man. That was that was that was a lot. And uh, I usually I used to be pretty down on the four-hour shows, but uh, this one was pretty. Uh, it, it felt like the right length. Maybe a little. Maybe it could have been a little shorter, but. And this is what I was saying i wanted to tell you once we started recording was that uh yeah so it, it in fact was all the four hours because it was prompt at five and yeah i couldn't make it bath time hit oh yeah right in the middle of the show important stuff it's the family Bath-time stuff you gotta do that bath time hit during the four-way so oh wow holy cow in, that's in a bad moving, time for bath time to hit <laughs> and it was a thing where he didn't get the nap all day yeah. and we talked about the rumble all week so he got a taste in the women's one and i was like all right he's sort of kind of gonna make it but he's also like it's a little more cranky and he didn't get a nap all day so i was like i don't yeah. think he's gonna make let's get this bath happening and in transferring all of that one room bedroom bathroom i got on the phone i am here i'm live i went back in time missed a chunk of the four-way saw the finish missed just about all of logan saw the recap at the end (laughs) so i call it was a rumble exclusive night for me just about (laughs) that's you know what i i i then i can i can Fill you in, especially on the four-way. I've got things to say. I feel like that was perfectly fine for me as well. <laughs> like, it, didn't, tonight was to crown two Rumble winners. <laughs> I, I got to see that. And yeah. Maybe didn't overwhelm my welcome. But let's talk about the show, man. We have a winner in both the men's and women's. We do. And the bigger headline would be that Cody went back to back. Unbelievable. I would not have called that. Uh, not even close. In fact, I felt like it was anybody but Cody coming into this, if I'm being honest. And and uh, even watching it, it felt like, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? And I was discounting Cody anytime I looked at the ring. I'm like, okay, it's, oh, it could be Gunther. Oh, maybe Gunther will get this. And you know, he was in, I believe he was in the final four. Was he in the final three? He might have been in the final three and definitely um, final three yeah 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 so he was he was in there and i was like oh it could be gunther and then you know there was the little part in the back of my head that just kept going like they've taylor made this for punk like it's it's the more i don't want to say disappointing but it's the more predictable ending to the show that was possible but i thought well sometimes predictable is how it works as it played out, it didn't feel like that was going to go over well, did it? No, it felt like it was going to be a disaster because the crowd was pretty firmly behind Cody. And, and 
I don't know if it's because that's Rhodes country over there or if I don't know exactly why uh, it's it worked out that way. But man, there was no doubt that crowd was behind Cody. And it was it was uh, I kept seeing the the the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, which was uh, perhaps CM Punk winning and thinking like, oh, that's that's a freight train. That's not going to be a good ending if that happens right now. People might boo him. Runaway train. It's it was it was scary, and then they pulled the trigger. And like, how many times have you said it about WWE lately? Like, we should have seen it coming. Of course, Cody's got. Of course, Cody's winning the Rumble again. Of course, he's going back for Reigns uh, Rhodes too. Of course, it is. Like, we we knew that the day after WrestleMania. What was it? Thirty nine. Right. We, we knew it the day after thirty nine. That's where we're going with this. Of course, we're gonna we, we're gonna draw it out. It's gonna take a whole year. I hope nobody gets hurt. I hope the crowd doesn't turn on Cody. But that's where we're heading. And in some time over the course of the last nine months or whatever it's been, we all forgot. <laughs> we all went. No, look at all these flashy toys in front of us. Oh, the Rock showed up. Uh, oh, oh, it's uh, you know, look at oh, Punk is back, and and here are all these be things. Okada. Yeah, it's gonna be Okada, and then rumble ends and it's like oh yeah it's exactly what we knew all along so we're happy i'm not unhappy i i I, um when it comes to this i i i'm just saying and we we've we've said this you know personally before one-on-one but if it's if it's if it's cody he can't lose this time Mm -hmm. he's got he can't so it's good this might be it and no, man, the, it's all being written on the wall. The story is being written as we speak. I know he hates that phrase now, but he, but you know, he wrote it, so he has to deal with it. No, it, it's there, and this is the way. This is the way the story ends, and it's going to be tied in a nice bow. And it's really a round number WrestleMania ending. That that's sort of what they love to do, you know, and so. Yeah, man. I, I, we both were picking up the presser after the mm-hmm. event concluded. Opened with Bailey, women's World War Rumble winner, and Which Cody was out next. As well. Right, we definitely talk about that one as well. That's that's. I have thoughts. Uh, they're good thoughts, but thoughts. And watching the presser is when it really started to feel right. Like it sort of mm-hmm. felt right. I was texting my guy Shug. That's the episode prior to this one. It was a power ranking of Rumble winners. You know, there could only be one, but if you had to make the argument for multiple and how would you rank them, that's what we tried to do. And he kicked it off with, we set the table first, then he kicked it off saying, well, we need to start talking because we can't talk about it without talking about Cody. And Mm. after he finished, I said, yeah, you know, well, I think that Punk has called his shot with this. And that it is a punk runaway. And both arguments were valid. And essentially, they created their own tier at the top of the rumble of like, hey, this is the punk Cody rumble. And that's what we got at the final two. Those were the first two to declare. And once we got there, I didn't really know which direction. It was a coin flip, kind of. But it did yeah. feel like, hey, one of these is going to land better with the crowd. One of these will not. 
And oh, yeah. I was saying pretty much to Sugar, I was like, I don't think that it's back-to-back season. Like you said, with all that we've got going on, it doesn't really feel like it. But you look at Cody's last 12 months, he bookended it in the presser where he says, yeah, I got really mad, uh, you know, or, you know, I lost to Roman. Then I came back and I, I wiped out Brock Lesnar. I did but I've never impressive. seen that Cody before. I've never seen the Cody that we saw in that in the beginning of that. He, he yeah, let me you know, tell you, humble let me, let me Cody. Tell, let me talk about myself real quick. Yeah, he was like, look, I've been here. I've been doing it. Like, if you don't, if you're not on board, you know, that's your fault, not my fault. And and it's kind of nice to see. And if if we get a little bit of that in kayfabe story leading up to WrestleMania, uh, I think that might be good for the rivalry. He said more or less, almost verbatim, hey, I'm the guy. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> you know? By the way, how awesome was Michael Cole's line? Hey, Roman, what, what inning, inning are we in now? <laughs> That's such <laughs> a good line. Straight that is to, so good. Straight to recap. Oh. It was. It was. I, yeah, man. I get Cole's props. No, man, it, it, it feels completely valid. And if anything, like I, how I was saying, I don't think it's back-to-back season. This just really stamps how special this guy is right now, man. Yeah. It, it, we have one of those, like, what Cena did for the longevity that he did is we can't put that expectation on anybody. But for Cody to maybe get a five-year run, I don't know when we're starting and stopping. Mm-hmm. But for him to just, this is comparable to where it's like we're looking at the company had Roman had the table yes last three years you know the Roman era sort of wrapping up now Cody's kind of ran with it now and it's like you put the belt on him you put the 2k cover on him and everybody hey him he is the guy he is there's no denying it anymore and that's not to say anything uh negative towards the head of the table you know all respect to my tribal chief but uh, you know, you're right. I think it is coming to a dramatic conclusion, and that's not a bad thing. We, we as wrestling fans, can get so up in arms about, you know, records and numbers and what's important and how long has it been and who's done this and who's done that and what and legacy. We're all talking because about... we love wrestling. And we think it's great. But the... At the end of the day, what's always the most important thing is what happened today. We we can think back on these things now, but if there was a bad match within the within the run, th- that's the thing. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about, more about this when we talk about the four way. But that mm-hmm. is the thing about Roman's reign so far is we easily forget about sort of the 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 lame matches that he had during the thing, which they existed. We talked about SummerSlam. Like, I'm sorry, I don't like the match. But thinking back, it just goes over my head. I don't even think about it because the setup and the promos and the story around it was so fantastic that you kind of forget that the the match match was lame. Right. And and by the way, I think Cody's match against Roman was great. I, I really do. I think the Mania match was really good until it ended. 
And even then, you know, like if it all pays off this year, I think that's great. But my point is what's important about this isn't that, oh, he breaks a record or he, he does, you know, he, he becomes one of the most prolific champions of all time, blah, blah, blah. No, what's important is it's leading this era into a, a t- a, the most prosperous time the WWE has ever had. They're moving to Netflix. They're, they're reinventing the wheel when it comes to uh, live sports. You know, and, and all this is done on the back of a really great run from a guy who hasn't had that many great matches. He's had some good matches, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's what happened right now. So I think as wrestling fans, to kind of bring that long diatribe back into order, I think at the end of the day, what's important is the the, the here and now and what's interesting and what keeps the product going. So th- do I care if he beats Hulk Hogan's record? I do not. And I don't think it's necessary. And I don't think that it would serve the industry anymore to see him go past WrestleMania with the belt. That's not a knock on him. That's simply that. That's you know. I think you're speaking facts. Truth. You're speaking truth. And even Trying if to. I don't want to even fully like, if I'm a guy, if I'm the one that's like, yeah, but I kind of want to see him do it. I like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, oh, let's, we let's all want to see him do one it one more time. Do but we want to wait? That's the question. We all want to see it happen. At what cost? Exactly, exactly. Because there is going to get a time. There, there will become a time. You know, you talked about John Cena, and what I think actually, in some ways, Cody uh, surpasses John Cena in, and it's not is not actually Cena's fault, but it is that he he is the goodest of the guys. He is he is Captain America out there, and he is getting cheered by crowds that has never not never not never but that has not happened since the 80s we had you know the the biggest guy in the 90s and the you know and and the the early 2000s stone cold and the rock two arguably jerks at least their characters you know all of the beloved guys needed some sort of edge yeah yeah you know they needed to be a little rated r um no man remember uh, i was telling you one morning i caught you this week that I was going to rewatch the Peacock doc on Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I wanted to, because man, and you put a well-written review behind it, but oh, like that funny. doc, which feels more like a movie, mm. it's so damn moving that you can watch it right after this rumble ended and feel like the scenes are kind of just still playing out. Like when it ended, since he didn't beat Roman last year and the way the doc ends, it felt unfinished. Mm-hmm. It feels and like there's going to be a part two. I was telling Suge, man, I was just like, hey, say you don't do Cody yet. The silver lining is that you still have, whenever that guy hoists the belt for the first time, that is going to be a generational moment. Really. And we haven't had a babyface victory like that since Daniel Bryan. You can creep Kofi Mania in there. All due respect, Daniel Bryan's was bigger and more, it, it connected more with everybody. This Cody one will go down with the all time visuals and just scenes and moments. When he hoists that belt, and we got it, it it looks like it's on the horizon. Let's not push it any further. 
I agree. It's time. Yeah, I, I think you're you're dealing with kind of a, a perfect build, uh, a perfect build right now, and you know it's going to be up to them. They're going to have to do it over the course of the next whatever we have three months or so, and they're going to have to they're going to have to work. They're going to have to bring this to a, a a sharp point because we have seen this already. I don't think it had a chance to get very personal. You know, we um we had a uh, you know we had. A situation where it kind of felt like they they pulled it together very quickly we didn't have that much time in the ring between cody and between roman Last you know we year. had we yeah yeah we had a, a very quick promo we had a, a series of promos we had a the great uh paul Heyman segment where he talked about his dad and everything and what's great about this main event is it compiles all of this you get to you really get to put a fine point on everything now and and it's going to be up to them in the next in the next few months to really make that make that work and nothing that we've seen from WWE in the last year plus has made me think that they can't pull it off in a way that will leave people you know leave people with tears at the end of the at the end of the day at the oh, end of WrestleMania 40 dude there may not be a dry eye in the house i told you man at at 39 when I saw him pick his daughter up and that he had mm. tears and mm. that did it for me. So when yeah, he wins dude. the damn thing, oh. <laughs> the way he was in the press of the night. Dude, already, if the kids jump in the like, ring and Brandy's in the ring and all the, Oh my God, dude, it's going to be, I'm going to be hiding my face. I just have that feeling. And, and it's, and they have an opportunity to do this. We had a question when they decided not to pull the trigger. We were like, can they really keep this up? And like I said earlier, we, we knew, we knew this is where it was coming and they made us doubt ourselves. It's amazing. It's amazing. I have full credit to them. Shout out to Evan Mack, who I heard in tonight's presser as well, formerly of the Mac Mania podcast. I got to go find where he's at now. I love that guy's work. Um, it's Crock-Pot Booking. Mm, that Crock-Pot crock booking. booking. That is not Okay, let it, let it stew. That's, yes. Yeah. That is Crock-Pot work right there. Let it let them cook is what you're saying. Mel it first, take mm. it in. You know what I'm mm. saying? Uh, Got a gumbo coming up in April. It's gonna be, it's gonna be something, man. Philly's and I gonna move on. Yeah, I, I want to open it up on the rumble. But last thing from the presser again, how we were mm-hmm. saying, and they asked him about because, like they said, that's dusty territory. Which to fans of whatever generation you belong to, you may not have known that. Yeah, my myself, not the most familiar with that. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't know. And they, somebody asked Cody, just, you know, how does it feel to do that here? And, you know, he lives in the shadow of the dream, which he makes as few references to as possible. Yeah. Everybody around him does. It's everybody else. Yeah. He, he reiterated that. He's like, you know, man, I, I can't think about him almost. And I actively, like, don't try to. Mm-hmm. When I'm here, I, I'm thinking about my mom. I'm thinking about my daughter, thinking about my wife, and I don't tell them whatever's going on. So it just makes me happy to see them be happy for me. And then I think like, hey, then I think about the guy and I'm like, maybe I'll dream about him tonight and tell him, hey, I went on live, hit my move. That's what he would have wanted to hear. Cody's got away with words, man. Cody's got away with words. He really does. 
he's got that he's got that gift of gab he really does it's amazing you know and we thought punk was the greatest talker maybe you know maybe of all time but i have to say seeing those two in the ring together punk did a great job on his part cody was right there with him every moment i how is it possible that this man might be underrated yeah dude no how is it possible it doesn't make sense wake him up man yeah we'll have time to stew on that Um, we got a few months yeah pot's almost done (laughs) what What inning are we on you know (laughs) So let's talk about some other things that happened in the Rumble slash how you felt about it. I mean, Booker had another great run. Um, yeah, but man, I'll tell you what, the way they were setting up him and well, the, the thing is we still have a chance. We still have a shot that he takes on Rollins. Um, now yeah, there's, I, and yeah. you know what? I think that punk not winning in and of itself was another really, really good call because Monday night was, uh, Last Monday Night's Raw, his, the promo he had with Cody, was mm-hmm. just another great snapshot of, hey, you can book this guy with, like, seven different people yeah. that all could tell fantastic stories. So instead of, shoe, you know, hamstringing yourself to a storyline that attaches him to the title and the champion, mm-hmm. you can have now another match on the card that has just as much anticipation from everybody because punk's going to deliver a good story more yeah. than likely. And, you know, it doesn't, and it won't feel forced, make him earn that main event. Same way Cody's having to earn his title run, you know? So I think that that was a good call, but, and that may open up Seth for Gunther who seems deserving. Yeah. No, your point is well received because what you now have is at least two, pieces of a money and i'm sorry not a money in the bank that's the wrong gimmick uh an elimination chamber match that if they do set it up as here are the people that are you know in it to face to face seth at mania you have a good chance that you have a you have an elimination chamber match with full of people that you go any one of them could win this punk is one of them gunther is another one drew is another one so I'm down for a multi-man for the for big gold at Mania. For pretty much this exact reason. So Roman okay. had it tonight. And I think we're going to get to that. That something didn't knock it out of the park with that match. I don't know if you're going to yeah. go there or not. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. But I don't think we doubt it all. And this is the thing with the compromise, Seth, where I said on the last pod, hey, if he's any less than 100, I'd almost rather mm-hmm. see him not wrestle dude like it's okay yeah. man literally i i get it as a you know from an athlete's mindset and performer's perspective you just never want to not be on that stage when it's the brightest mm-hmm. but when we're picturing these things we're picturing them with a healthy set yeah i don't want seth pushing it just to give us something that we're going to get from seth countless times again in the future just because yeah. he will deliver Arguably, you know, there's a chance that you risk that if you rush things here, where we can get a great world heavyweight championship match a number of ways. Yeah. But I thought Drew looked incredible in the in the rumble. He did. You know, not, not just look at that guy. Like he's he's a beast. <laughs> like Oh, he's 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 been great lately and he looked great 
yeah, he looked great in the Rumble. He looked like the guy who could win it. If he hadn't, if he if he was slightly more in the main event scene right now, he probably could have. But we just the problem is we're telling more epic stories at the moment than you know the story of Drew overcoming the you know the stigma of being the pandemic champion. You know, and talking with Shook, one of my knocks on Drew was that he had already won one. So I was like. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to see him repeat when we have these new things to tell, but that guy looks convincing enough to have been a repeat winner. Rumble's come and gone now. Yeah. Guy might need the belt again. Maybe. And and we could be looking at a, you know, it, it looked awfully like they were going in the direction of a Sami Zayn uh, uh, pairing for him. Um and I don't know how much that seems more like a raw match, but I mean, maybe, maybe they were just setting up for elimination chamber. Maybe they're putting all these guys who are, who should be in the running for big gold together and making them all sort of mix. And as you would, as you were saying, crock pot, you know, putting them all in the pot together so that when this whole thing hashes itself out, you have a bunch of competitors in the, in the elimination chamber that feel like, Oh man, it could be any of them. It would make sense for it to be yeah, any. They of them. haven't ruled anybody out yet. I would throw Jey Uso in there. I would, I would, I would agree with that. Although I think we're, I think we're obviously heading for an Uso on Uso match. Okay. That um, was dope. That was it dope was when, it when was Jimmy's a great hit. way. Yeah, it was a great way to start the show uh, to start start the Rumble. I loved, I, think, I loved that. I think we all envisioned the Spider Man. You know, ring is kind of loaded, and then eventually they turn around and look at each other. Yeah, and for the writers to just say nah, no. Nah. Well, that's hey, yeah. I feel like they've been saving that for a year. I feel like we've known this was this is another one we've and known for I a year. Appreciate it, right? And what I really appreciate is that they've kept them distant. And even doing the one versus two, it wasn't overdone tonight, in my opinion. No, no. Like I don't. Rem- I thought maybe they were going to do like the they should be working together or. One comes mm-hmm. back to burn the other. Like they didn't overdo it. It was just no. enough for us to be like, "Ooh, finally!" Yeah, this is something. This is coming. We're we're really gonna happen. actually see this happen, and that's 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 got to be half the battle for them. Is like giving these peppering in these little teases for things that they're gonna bring in at Mania, and not not overplaying them. Because if we feel like we already saw it, then we're not gonna pop for it. But I don't feel like we we saw it tonight. I've got two more names to mention uh, from my Rumble highlights, and feel free you can throw some you can throw something else in there. Sure, it, it wasn't a knock your socks off Rumble. No, I don't it, think it was, it was the best Rumble I've ever seen, but was definitely wasn't, wasn't the, the worst. Right, it wasn't a dissatisfying Rumble. No, I was pleased. Yeah, I, I can. It, it'll hold for twelve months. This one should. Yeah. Um, Ron Breaker. Braun Breaker, I'll tell you what he like. There was the little portion, you know. They like to they like to portion out manias into. Oh, this was the part. It's like maybe the first act was the USO on USO uh, violence, and Rumble then after that, manias, but right, Rubble. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. Yep. Um, For the record, I feel like there was the there was the meat portion as well. Like to, at some point, almost come out and, and almost okay. I actually really like him, and I he grew on me. I didn't like him at first. I like him. That stupid hood. 
he looks like he needs a guide dog when he comes out like that. And I don't like it. And 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 he you needs don't like to his crop hoodie and you mean, like if you do this, it's like, oh, well, how's like he you know he's looking at the floor. Like he's looking at the floor going, okay, don't hit anything, don't hit anything. I thought it was silly. But anyway, from around that point, and then they brought in they brought in uh, you know, Bronson, just basically all the meat. Bronson, Bron, what's his name? Was, the Viking. Uh, there's one uh, more, yeah. There's Ivar. Ivar, there also, yeah. Who threw out one of the guys single handedly? Um didn't oh, was it was it not Gunther? One more giant Gunther do it? Mentioning. Oh, I don't I don't remember now. Well, Braun was who we were originally talking about. I thought he was he was a little bit a part of that. Yeah, didn't right. Braun throw out somebody? Like he might have. But yeah, no, yeah. Braun's lump him in there as well though. Um, yeah. Yeah, that it was it was me it was meat mania. It was it was big beefy boys slapping meat and uh it was Giants that they do have, they didn't do the seven on one spot in the men's match at least. Like yeah, no, Giants no. to take each other out, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was into that. I, um, they avoided some of the some of the rumble stereotypes this year, uh, which I, I thought was cool. You know, it's yeah, I, I missed some of them. You're out of here. Yeah, yeah, and they need to start doing that because I feel like expectations are are on him to always perform. And Kofi ain't getting any younger. And all respect yeah, to my Kofi my guy, but over the rope, man. I mean, dude, Kofi's great, but he doesn't always have to do gymnastics for us. Like he can, he can just be the guy, you know. I was a little weird oh, that really... I didn't know Woods throughout the whole thing. I was thought that, but I mean, they had enough people, you know. Andrade's back. That wasn't my second name. Um, Andrade's back. Braun too. You can tell that folks were tuned in because, unless it's not even a direct Steiner correlation, and if you're in the crowd, you don't know that that's his son automatically but yeah. the, the the dog barking the wolf chants mm-hmm. were thing yeah, yeah wasn't people knew leading them like no they were just popcorning from the crowd every time he ripped the spear off and we've yeah. been talking about this you know i love nxt that guy is main roster ready yeah he is he's there he's not going to be main event main roster uh for a while i don't oh, yeah. think Let but... it work. Probably you know, and I've never point. heard him on the mic. Why well, I, I have heard him on the mic, but uh, you know, I haven't heard him be super great on the mic. But I'm sure he can get there. It'll take some time, you know. And and you know, not everybody's ready made, but he's got, he's got it, you know, His which is good. Package is, is going to for sure carry him. Yeah, he needs to evolve that. I was telling Shug, yeah. big dumb job doesn't work for everybody. It can get him easily to second base you know oh I yeah mean? like oh yeah it's just oh look at the guy you know he's he done a lot of the work already too building that character and sort of developing it the fact that he's not braun steiner is is pretty pretty brave like you could definitely make a lot i mean you know cody you know he's he's a Rhodes, and whether he uses it or not it it's there he's not you random know braun is breaker <laughs> random aside on SmackDown, I noticed that I'm actually blanking on her name in NXT because she hasn't been on NXT since she left the group she was in. But The Rock's daughter was next to all this for yeah. those number drawings in the in the gold. Well, wasn't she named NXT's GM? Okay, did I miss something? 
Well, I think that happened on NXT. I didn't watch NXT. I'm only going off of things that I heard, but I think she I was named NXT's GM. Okay. If you smell it. I did overhear something on the show talking about youngest general managers. And I thought, yeah. I thought they might have been talking about all this. So, okay, oh. cool. I remember <laughs> could be. hearing that, literally not yeah. seeing the screen at the time. So that would make sense while she was there. I don't know that for sure. I'd like to look that up because I might sound like an idiot, but I, I thought that's what I understood. I thought I read that somewhere. And it's interesting it's because it's, it's interesting. Maybe they see more talent in her as a uh, as a personality than a, than a wrestler, you know, potentially. I so, think there's, we'll the potential is there almost regardless because, mm-hmm. you know, you know who she is. She looks like her dad. She and does she look like her dad. Amongst the women, the women's roster. So oh, when she was out there the on SmackDown, to be world champion, like hey, yeah, just, let's let's turn her into something mm-hmm. and let it let it develop. Yeah, she could do a lot of things. She's uh, she's got the uh, she's got it in the uh, she's got it in the blood. So I'm telling I'm telling you, it's it's. I don't think it's gonna be Bloodline though. I really don't. I think I think Bloodline's probably gonna be. That's probably d- fine. I think by the time she gets the main roster, Bloodline will be way out the door. Last name from the Men's Rumble, and this is me forcing it probably, but just to have the question asked again, what's the ceiling for Dom Mysterio? Is it world champion? And we, his, he can wrestle another decade or so. So if that, you know, if we're talking just big picture, of course the answer is, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day, but like legitimately, like I, I know his appearance may need work to convince people, but when we're talking about heels and character work and just guys that check a certain box in professional wrestling. To quote one of my favorite movies, a uh, movie called Mean Girls, the limit does not exist uh he he is just one of the best heels they've got going and he i'm sure he tries very hard at it he doesn't have to he just presents himself in a way that is so he's got a punchable face as kevin owens might say he's got he's got he's got what i think my my guy austin theory wishes he had because to me theory is it's almost like when Dom and Nick, both of them, when they were when they were faces, <laughs> I'm sorry, when Dom was a face, and people were sort of sick of him, he had that natural thing that was making the crowd hate him, because oh, we just don't like you, even though you're a you're a baby face. Yeah. Austin Theory, I you think, still look punchable. <laughs> Austin Theory has this bad guy persona that he's trying to put on and i think the crowd personally deep down inside is just like dude you're cool what are you doing like you're you're trying so hard to make us hate you you're all right you know i feel like we're i feel like we've got opposite things here except one got the opportunity to turn heel and the other one has not had an opportunity to turn face yet so What's the answer? So I guess you you did answer. You said the limit does not exist. Um, I think he could be. I think, I think what you want to do, honestly, is give him, and maybe not next year because I think we're going to be kind of burned next year from this gimmick. But 
I think at some point giving him the money in the bank would be a fantastic move. I, I said it going into last year, and I think that that's. I think it would have been a better answer. move. But no, I think it would have been better. Like, I think it would have been better. This money in the bank run I, has been absolutely dramatic. And if you'll let me monologue on this for one second, because I'm Seth's injury prolongs this to the infinity. There is no chance that he is going to cash in while Seth is injured. And Seth has said in the ring that he's not going to defend or that, that he will defend at Mania, which means he won't be ready until Mania, which means there won't be another cash in opportunity for him until Mania because we know the Tribal Chief isn't going to wrestle on SmackDown. We know they're not going to, you know, so, so. The only way they could is if Seth is just out there. I, because I agree with you, it's unlikely and they've set the road for there not to be one yeah you could still if seth is just out there running his mouth one day wrong time wrong place he gets jumped cash in on him and then you yeah, but is he gonna win him yeah you could and then you just put him in a match that he has zero percent chance of winning in at wrestlemania and he doesn't win and he loses it but at least he got the yeah, but what a boring you know what match I mean? what a waste I of a know. title you but know i'm thinking that that could be the multi-man gimmick if just think throwing out yeah maybe now in mania if you write it that way, you could just, but either way, it's sunk in value. And it's, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, you're trying, you're dealing with a loss of what you invested. Yeah. Anyway, it's what's happened with this year's Money in the Bank has been, it almost makes me not want to see a Money in the Bank next year. It almost makes me want to just hey, pick another gimmick, skip it, don't do this. We don't need it. You know, let, let something else happen because. It, the briefcase, three year, three consecutive, maybe four, of just this isn't what this is supposed to do. Right. You had Miz steal it from Otis. You oh. had uh, right, and then win yeah. it for a week, and then give the belt uh. to Bobby. You had oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah. You had Theory strike out, and then unsuccessfully cash in on the U.S. title. It was the sort of primordial goo of what we're of what's happening this year. I don't know what they saw about Theory's run and thought, "Hey, let's do that again." But that that's exactly what they've done. They've done it again, and so I, I just I don't know. I, I almost right. want to see him just right. like I I kind of wanted to see him just fail fail to cash in and put it out of our brains because it ain't happening. You know, it's it's, it's like, but that is very damning to the briefcase. It is, but that's it's nobody's fault except the the bookers, you know. And I'm sure they didn't, I'm sure they didn't see it going this way, you know. I'm sure there was a thought that they'd do something else, you know, at some point. But whatever it was has gone by the wayside now. Let's go all the way in reverse, and um, I'll let you run a little bit with KO and Logan because I haven't watched the match bell to bell yet. Yeah. You know my stance on Logan. I think he's mage. Yeah, um, for sure. And I, I, I will tell you the, the, yeah. the Nux gimmick, which I think is actually kind of cool too. Gives I think a so good too. Heel rub of you know what? Damn it, you didn't win that, but you did win it. Urgh. People can yeah, win. yeah. Th- this is what. So this match, I'll be honest with you, this was a come down match because they they, they top loaded that that card. And it really wasn't fair to them to put him out where they did, but it was kind of the only place you could put him out. With, with that said, beats, beats you the know, show. they did. They had a good match. 
it was it they, it was fine. It didn't it didn't blow my ears back or anything like that. But it, it was it was fine. You're right. They did the Nux thing. If if this is all building towards L.A. Knight and Logan at Mania, that's fine. But this is going to be forgettable, and it's just another match where KO comes out the loser. And man, I just feel like that guy barely ever gets to gets to be. You know, he barely ever gets to win. Not, not, and I don't mean that in the sense of like wins and losses. I mean it in the sense of winning an angle. When's the last time he won a, a rivalry? I mean, I guess it was probably the the tag team with the Usos. You know, that was kind of the last time that he won yeah. a rivalry. When was the last no, time get, that? Yeah, get his comeuppance. Him and Sami Zayn, <laughs> I, I remember and reflect that you know they renewed at the same time, and it was I want to say like the year leading up into what was just fantastic years for them yeah sammy working the bloodline ko got the austin spot they came back together so they you know they've reaped some fruits on this current contract Mm -hmm. and proven themselves to just be stable stable hands um yeah but i hear you but i feel like any story we ever get with ko just ends in ko losing and for some reason everybody just thinks it seems like the bookers believe like oh, he can absorb it and he does to their to their credit like he does but boy i'd like to see a strong ko angle where he is the real baby face and he comes out the winner and we can just cheer for him beating someone up um so that that's why i'm a little under i'm a little underwhelmed by this i never once thought that ko was going to win that match but you know, they went out there, they were entertaining, they did their best and, and, you know, they told a, they told a story and uh, yeah, it was, I guess it was more forgettable than anything. And I want more, I want more for KO. Logan came out looking fine because he's the dastardly heel that we're looking for. It it built him towards what's going to be a mania defense that hopefully, you know, hopefully builds, I think LA Knight to a place where he can have gold and, and uh, hopefully build him closer to a main event spot where he can maybe win the big belt one day. I think that this match served the purpose of advertisement again. Um, and sort of connecting this to the Netflix deal on the Shig episode, we also talked about this, but this is a week where we could spend five hours talking about wrestling. Oh, I know. With all the news. I, I happen. But, I, I actually, I love wrestling. No, dude, when you think about it, it's great. Um, <laughs> you know, this is uh, gimmick infringement. This is another podcast we're stealing from. <laughs> but I can relate to we, it, you uh, know? I, you know, it's a common, it's a common denominator uh, yeah. know, that we share. It's something you could say. What's funny about it, and I'll, I'll make this really quick, but if like what's funny about that this, ha- I, this existed, he'd be happy. I would think so. I would think so. And, and, and the thing about I love wrestling, wrestling is great, is you say it, in the best of times and the worst of times. When things are really bad, you're just like, yeah, I love wrestling. Wrestling is great. You, even when even when it doesn't go well, you guess, ah. Wrestling is you great, know. but, you know, I love Yeah, it. it's, it's, it's really, it can be an exclamation of disappointment as well. You're like, ah. it's almost a self mantra, like, I love wrestling. Wrestling is great. <laughs> great. T- convincing uh, yourself. The, the one, you know, note, on the Netflix deal that we'll probably talk about on here because I'm bringing it up um, is that 
somebody I listened to in the past week said that, you know, World Wrestling Entertainment doesn't do a lot of promo. For as many events that they do, as, as just pervasive as they are in the public eye, you don't see a ton of ads. You see the ads when the video game is out. Go buy the game. And, you know, Mania makes a good run every year. But outside of that, you only get the billboards in your city when they're coming to town. And, you know, some low-level ads here and there. One facet of this Netflix deal is that, and we've all, you know, kind of understood this now that it's been announced and making it make sense, is that the millions and millions of people that have Netflix accounts will now open their account here the dome and in one way or another WWE Raw is going to be shown to them mm-hmm. or facing whether they are a lapsed fan current fan never heard of wrestling so it, it's a form of advertising that will it's like passive income of yeah, you're going to hear about us. You're going to see mm-hmm. us and be tempted to click it because it's going to say live as well at one point or another. And then you're going to see the live. Oh, knowing Netflix, there's a really good shot that you open up your, your Netflix and you know how it plays previews when you open it up. It'll just cut in live and start showing you what's they're happening gonna, on Raw. They're going to drive this puppy. Oh, I yeah. So as well. Yeah. I mean, they put enough money into it. They have no reason not to. So with the four card royal rumble which is even in the era of men's and women's rumble matches this is the thinnest it's been to highlight hey logan paul who you just may or may not have heard of he's on our roster and he's a champion so just he's on this card he's not not like his name is on this card when there's only seven or eight names on this card and then Women's Royal Rumble, Men's Royal Rumble. So I, I think that was another just like, hey, let's make this prominent and not diminish what we have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try to make it a point to, to do something and, and make it go forward. But, yeah. right, the match was a means to an end and, you know, drove the story in. It's okay. They they needed four matches, well, well, not I, three. I'm here with you. I, I'll, I'll, root for, I'll root for KO going forward. Yeah. I, I'm on the make KO great again. I'm here for <laughs> it. The four-way. Yeah. Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles. All guys who had some claim to the belt or wanting a piece of Roman right now. Mm-hmm. And it happened. It happened. That's probably the best way to describe that match. It happened. Um, so I'll say this. There's a bit of pressure on these guys to try and like knock it out because Roman hasn't had a five-star, and it sort of felt like as it was playing out, that's not exactly what we're going to get. No, and this is when we talk about the, the Roman Reigns saga coming to an obvious conclusion. I think tonight it was just as evident as it ever has been. Um, they 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 called up the playbook, man. It was the it was the same playbook that we've seen that we saw at SummerSlam, we saw at 
we've seen that every defense that he's had and and not not that i mean it's a good playbook it's carried the last 1000 and whatever days but he comes out he he you know always looks shocked when he gets hit for the first time and then and then at some point when you think he's at his worst somebody comes out usually solo at this point but whoever comes out attacks gives you know, gives roman the 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 uh the the lead as it were it's never quite the the finish of the match like roman always has to like spear somebody or or superman punch or something like that and then one two three and it's over and the the formula has worked for this long so i'm not going to speak too ill of the formula i will simply say that they have gone back to the formula maybe one too many times. And I was tired of it. I am tired of it. But like we said earlier, this is not these matches. These defenses are not what makes Roman, you know, the goat. It's not what makes Roman so great and how he has held the belt for this long. It's not the matches. It's the stories it's the promos. It's how he interacts. It's it's we like to see that guy on TV. And going back to the well. It's it's the, the the what he presents in the ring is not why we're still watching. It's not why it hasn't gone stale. It's what it it's the Paul Heyman of it all. It's the tribal chief swagger, the attitude. So basically what I'm saying is music, I think the graphic, the music, the intro, the throwing the ones in the air because everybody loves doing it. It's the sing along, not literally sing along, but throwing the ones I consider like the call and repeat thing. It's, it's all of that. That's what makes Roman. When we, when we look back on this time, there are going to be a, a small handful of matches that we remember as the great matches and we will forget the rest of them. And I think that's fine because, quite frankly, you look back on Hulk Hogan and there aren't a whole lot of matches you remember because dude's not the best worker in the world. He was not the most exciting person in the ring. He was an exciting figure. And Roman, I think, has a similarity there. So with all that to say, this match, I thought, was back to the well, same old thing. And I'll forget about it by Friday. And if if our tribal chief decides he wants to show up on SmackDown, I'm going to cheer for him. I'm going to mark out for him because he's great. He's great. His matches are not great. At least they haven't been recently. They can be, and they will be again. I I believe it. I believe that he'll have, he'll pull out a great mania match. But we've just, at this point, got to get over the fact that these matches are not, they're fine. They're, they're, they're telling stories. That's what it is. But it was back to the well but I'm just tired of speaking ill of it because it's, it's the means to the end. And if on, if I'm going to watch on Friday, because the tribal chief is going to show up, if I'm going to watch whenever, because Roman's going to be there, does it matter if it was the greatest match of all time? Does it matter if he went out there and tears his fourth MCL or whatever during a match? No, we don't want that. We want him to stick around. So as I'm over it, I'm over the bad matches at this point. I don't care. Um, but I won't, I definitely won't be looking forward to his match. I might at mania, but if like, he's not going to have another match before mania. So I don't have to worry about it. It's not, it's not the, the most exciting thing on the card anymore. Cause it's just back to the well. 
No, I um I got into a minor Twitter spat with no. a, with an avatar profile um not too long ago. Yeah. Where I was just trying to relay the fact that the guy is box office. It doesn't matter whether or not a lot of what's your voice. Mm-hmm. I lo- I'm still going to love the guy. Don't care that I don't love the matches really anymore as long as we can end this on time before I've really you, before you've just really burned me. The right. guy didn't like the, doesn't like Roman. I said, hey, did you forget that he is a heel? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not yeah, that's a good point. To. That's working. Yeah, he, everything below him is working in a byproduct of that or, or a reason that that's even able to exist is because yeah he doesn't destroy his body in this reign you can count on him to be there because he is wrestling few and far between but hey it's safe it's got a judge when you're talking though it did make me think man what are my favorite roman matches and like you said a lot of them actually predate the thousand days yeah of the current reign i think that the first defense Against Daniel Bryan and Edge was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Mania, the Cody match. Yeah, I do think that the Cody match was really good. He shows up on Mania. Um, I like the original Brock match too. So yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I keep the record going. Honestly, I think his Jey Uso match, you know, was. Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. The 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 even the Thunderdome Uso stuff. Yeah, that was that was good stuff. That was good. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know nobody wants to remember the Thunderdome, including myself, but the last man standing match that was made. Was that uh was that KO? No. Oh well I think he did have one with him. The one with Brock. Oh the Brock one the the, the lift the, the ring. Match. The one yeah. where he caught the mic. Oh my god. That match was made. That man would go into the Hall of Fame just for catching the mic and then winking at Brock. Oh my god, dude. Dude, you're you are the you are the guy. <laughs> he caught the mic and he looked at Brock Lesnar and winked at him. Oh my God, dude. He is super Saiyan at this point. It's incredible. And b- before the rain, but that's a moment. Once again, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah. that's uh, that match. I remember two things. I remember the forklift or whatever it was, the backhoe or whatever it was. I remember him catching the mic and I remember them burying him under the like the barriers and the announce tables, and that's how he won. That's all I remember about that match. Was any else anything else? The Roman creates great moments, and and at this point, I think I'm fine with that. And it's the little things that he's great at. It's the facial it expressions that he's like master. Yes, the, the demeanor, like you said, the swagger. Yeah, he's box, he's box office. He is. You're not gonna. You're not gonna tell me that he's gonna wrestle five stars, and I don't really care to be honest with you. Here's a brief aside. I think about someone like MJF, who does go out there and does his best to wrestle five stars, and he had this great story going with Adam Cole. And what happens? Because they're out. They're both out there trying to wrestle five star matches. Cole blows up his his foot or whatever it was his his ankle. And and uh, MJF tears his labrum, was it his shoulder or something like that? They're both out, and now the end of that, which was an amazing story that was going on, the end of that story ends up falling flat because neither one of them can work anymore. 
you know, you've got you've got Cole in the ring with with a cast on at his what, ankle. At what cost? Yeah. At what cost? Would we have rather seen maybe one less five star match, or yeah. maybe a bunch of four star matches instead, and kept them around to tell the story? In my opinion, yes, because MJF and Adam Cole are both absolutely great, and unfortunately, Even the things happen. Match- with him and Danielson, that did a number on both of them, did it not? Oh yeah, man, yeah. And we saw we saw the one at Double or Nothing in person, the four way, or as he would say, the greatest four way of all time. You know, it's it's those things get heavy and they start weighing on these guys. It's like and you can't sell. This is going to be the best match you'll ever see, time and time again. Not that yeah. MJF really tries that, but when you know that that's what you're shooting for, Roman never tries to sell you that. Right, right, and and you know what you're getting. You're you're you buying into for this reason. Right, you're paying for Peacock for story, not for necessarily the the best in ring material you've ever seen in your life. Although, and sometimes they do it, but I feel like when you have moments, you have a moment like last year in the Royal Rumble where Ricochet and uh, and uh, Logan Paul jump at each other and slam together in midair. Right, amazing moment. But the problem is there are these people who are trying to do 16 of those moments in one match per night. And it's just no way to live. Uh, and, and then you start your eyes glaze over to it. Like how many 450 splashes can you see before you just start going, okay, you hit the, you hit the 450. Uh, great. Eventually you get guys drinking blood, which like, it, it's <laughs> they like would never, never do that. They would like, never do no, that. It's like, Jesus, they, they went there. <laughs> Um, yeah dr aculo over there is not my favorite wrestling gimmick some roman five stars i will shout out though shield triple threat i mean shield mm-hmm. six man with the y family oh okay kiss that he was just a yeah. part of at least sure shield triple threat prior to that i will say him versus seth one-on-one the rebuild redesign re claim whatever shirt whatever the shirt said gotcha being cast in that was a great match when roman first got the belt after mania where he beat what's his name who did he beat Mm -hmm. did he beat triple h for the belt i believe so his first defenses were against his first defenses were back-to-back against aj styles okay it was great First match was a straight so straight singles match. Fantastic. Second one was mm-hmm. like a false count anywhere or no DQ. They battled around the crowd. Like it was like a backlash. And then so well, you have a better memory of all this than I do. Right. No, yeah. this is going yeah, pre date. Just a shout out because man, it makes me think when you were saying that, I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I am ranking matches a lot of his shield, post shield, big dog stuff ahead of the head of the table stuff. Yeah, but they're two. They're two different things. Yeah, that, and that, and that have to be graded differently. And and, gosh, I I feel like you know real throw up your ones guys out there are gonna think that I'm being negative, because absolutely, like Roman can go. I'm one of those. There's guys. no question. Well, right. no, I know, but right. but there's no question Roman can go. He just doesn't, and 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 I'm fine with that. I think right. what we've got is is fine and and this is really something that i've come to recently because i used to be like oh but the matches are just so underwhelming and everything yeah okay but that's not what we're here for we're here for the swagger battles with 
I might not be able to do this anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh I've yeah. Got kids. I've got a wife. I've got a family. You know, I got long. What the thing about the future whole thing? Like, so it's like, yeah, he represents that. Yeah. Know? Looking forward to it. I I will put the over under of Roman matches from now until Mania at one and a half. And because I'm an over better, I'll take the over. So Dude, give me win. I know. I don't know. <laughs> He's not going to be in Perth because with just one match. So over half is too easy of a bet as an odds maker. I got to set the odds at one and a half. Wait, one. You're saying one before Mania? So we're not counting Mania. No. Matches until April, whatever. What? What is the one? I know. I don't know. <laughs> like some oh, Smackdown? Okay. I'm, glad, like... I'm, I'm glad this made me break. Matt, glad this brought this back to memory. But as you were saying, and this doesn't devalue your point or even arguing it, what you could say is that them repeating this time and time again, what it is building to, and this could be woven in during the Mania build, how you said last year we didn't get a lot of Cody Roman face-to-face and physical mm-hmm. and all this and that. We may get more this time or not, but I think we will get more bloodline dissension this time leading up, which we've already had seeds of. But all of this Solo saving his ass will build to when Solo puts his thumb in the Roman's throat. Yeah. Pause. But, like, all of this happening will make when Solo inevitably says, screw you, like... It, it yeah. will make it hit because it's like, dog, think about it. He bought you 18 months of that reign, at least, from Clash of the Castle 22? Yeah. Until now? It's yeah. like, dude, yeah, Solo's been right there, big dog. No pun intended. Well, I also think, and now you know, I've I've shared with you my my thesis that I'll be working on at some point. Where I compare, where I compare the MCU, the Infinity Saga, to what we've just seen in WWE over the last few years, and hey, here's the thing. I love that this concept. Is, That's so if this ties in, this is absolutely hilarious. But if this ties in, remember, the Avengers fought Thanos, and they lost. Something you never thought the Avengers were going to do. They lost, and they lost bad. They lost so bad. And it took that for them to come back and have one more one more stare down with Thanos and, and elimination of the entire universe and the Avengers won. Specifically, Iron Man won. So if we're doing parallels here, guess what? We're in the end game now, baby. kind of proud of myself about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad we got all of that i'm not i will make you stretch that no further um, it, it there's a lot of depth to it and there's a lot of right parallels moment, and it's moment. very nerdy that that's trademarked by the way guys justin walker will be handling that <laughs> well this I is uh, it is anywhere sports uh, you know <laughs> don't, don't even think about si si ai not writing that no Wrestlenomics, uh, <laughs> Wrestle Talk, 
Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be definitely what culture possibly uh, um, uh, WrestleMania might decide to pull it out. All of you guys. Here are ten reasons that here are ten reasons that the Bloodline Saga is exactly like the Infinity Saga. First, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> At least I know they're listening. If if that comes up, that'd be amazing. Yeah, actually, it might be more flattering than anything. Let's talk about the women's rumble. Let's talk about the women's rumble because I'll be honest with you, I thought it was pretty great. My guy Solomon Monster, who I you yeah. know, tell you I think is like my. He's like my, uh, the bar, sort of, for like, in my opinion, like, objective. The bar. We are the bar. Thumbs <laughs> <laughs> out. Thumbs out. Yep. Did you put your, did you, did you thumb Claudio? I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I was, I was dropping so many inside jokes on him from Uno that, uh, it, it was, like it, by the end dude knew i was actually a fan because i was dropping stuff that he's like like he had to know there's no way this guy knows this stuff without you know <laughs> without actually having watched it in real time there we go yeah um solomon one of his tweets he was at the event tonight and he said that this was the greatest all caps women's rumble match they've ever done mm. i know he doesn't throw stuff out there like that like last he, year was pretty good right or without believing it. So yeah. it's going to have to marinate. I think we've talked about this a little bit. On the episode with Suge, I mentioned how the Women's Rumble storyline, we're getting the Batista Rumble win storyline. We're getting essentially okay. thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Bailey, I, I, I pulled it off. You guys want me to go after the other champ. Right, right, right. Cool, yeah, let's all be champ. Nah, matter of fact. And Do you think we're going that way? Listen, same way Batista did. We were mm. going way back. I'm listening in on the locker room. Champ's back there talking trash. Like, yeah, he's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? Oh, you think Interesting. so? All right, now I got something for you. I said that that was Bailey's story okay. this year for Mania. And. She won. She won. She, she won. wasn't pleased that her comrades were out there, but it didn't work to her detriment. They also didn't make her win it. Which, by the way, can I just say, I feel like there was more to that that didn't get to happen. Uh, something weird happened there when, uh, um, I forget, who was it? Was it? Oh, well, we had Kari Sane dangling with her heels on the apron. Was it saying Like, they yeah. actually wanted to keep her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't able to. She because sold it well. It didn't pay off. And was just like, "Hey, I'm out. I'm out." Yeah. They and then Oscar out. Kind of. Oscar got. After. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, immediately after. And I guess my question is, was there more that was going to come from that? Because um, there was the whole story with like, "What are you doing here?" You know, that it was the surprise of like, "Why are you in this match as well?" Yeah, so it makes me wonder. They didn't really close what that was supposed to be. No, they didn't catch that. They didn't catch they didn't that check. So, it, like, deliberately enough. Yeah. But so I do wonder if that if there was a mistake there. If maybe she wasn't supposed to go out at that point, and they had to abandon that story because of it. And to all of the workers' credit, this thing that we're pointing out was not to the match's de- to the match's detriment. Not at all. No. In fact, I have a. I'm not even a hundred percent sure that it was a mistake. I, right. I don't know like for that's sure. A, that's the in the weeds observation. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it worked out fine. And I, I, it's funny you bring up the Batista thing because I kind of wonder if she's going to get betrayed and then that's going to lead her to challenge. Instead, so something's going to happen. They've been the, – the whole storyline with um, – with damage control seems to be based around Bailey being part of sort of like she's kind of on the outs. She's not as uh, she, she's not getting the respect of the leader that she thinks she should. So I guess my question is when, when this whole thing happens, are we talking about Bailey as the person who kind of takes advantage of this, like, like, here's something like you were saying with Batista here's something and knows that they don't take her seriously and then decides, okay, well, fine, I'm coming for you then. Or is she going to be the victim in the situation and go, well, okay, you guys want to betray me. Then guess who I'm coming for? Yeah, no. And the other evolution angle was when Randy beat he who shall not be named to become youngest world heavyweight champion of all time in the celebration for him on raw. Hey, Batista, lift him up. Put him on your shoulders. I'm so happy for you, kid. Yeah. Psych. Yep. Drops him off the shoulders. Just like, hey, you weren't, you're not supposed to, you know. No, you're yeah. not that. So I could see them celebrating her and then just psych, you know, kind of. Could be. I think they're, I think they're similar. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of similarity there. No question. Like every, t- I feel like every time Dakota Kai goes and tells Bailey, hey, what they're saying is, is she not lying to her every time she goes over and then they're like straight up another Mean Girls reference? Are they not oh. like just saying in another language something despicable about her? <laughs> then, like, I, I didn't think about was. that. So the, the problem with that, and, and that would be amazing. The problem with that is I think some of the, maybe the Japanese audience would have caught on to that. Wouldn't we have had a translation already or something where they're like something somebody would have come on and said that hey she said yeah. that they hate Bailey. <laughs> right. I think maybe, we would be maybe 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 not. I I don't know, but it's it's an interesting point. But but I, I mean I think, I think you're right. I think we're getting some I'm like they didn't say that. Right. Uh, yeah, no for sure. I think we're getting some sort of variation of the uh of the the Batista story. I'm I think like, you're the right. Guy knows Japanese. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, why? Who are you to doubt her? Maybe you know. I don't know. I don't know what she does in her free time. I don't know what her ethnicity is. I don't know how traveled she is. You know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. right? Yeah. No, it's it's it is. That's curious. That would be that'd be really funny if they come in and in the the in the you know the run up to mania they're just like look here are all them it's almost like the trial of Sami Zayn. it's like the trial of of uh damage control we're like look what she was actually saying at the time she's like we're gonna as soon as we don't need her anymore we're gonna kick her out of this club and you're like that's what you were saying japanese then how have you been telling me this stuff all the time she's like first off i've been speaking dutch you racist it's (laughs) This is hour two of the pot. Uh, Are we seriously in hour two right now? Uh, I mean, second hour. We, Holy we hit, cow. Yeah, we, we hit the, this is SmackDown. We hit 10 p.m. All right. Wow. Let's not go full raw, okay? No, 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 no. We're in the no. end. Uh, <laughs> on the episode with Shug, we did our power rankings, all men's rumble. And then I had three kicker questions for him, sort of mm-hmm. rumor mill stuff. One was, are we getting Mercedes? The last mm-hmm. one, 
was What's Up With Jade. Uh-huh. And, I, you know, he, he brought up good stuff of them assessing where Jade Cargill was with her in-ring stuff when they got her and maybe saying, hmm, let's take our time. Mm-hmm. I think we're both, I think everybody's a Jade Cargill fan. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like Jade Cargill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I am stoked for what she can become in ring because I see the hunger there. Like, I see mm-hmm. the interest in wanting to be good. And remember I told you I watched the China doc Yeah, that's on Peacock, and it wasn't a WWE product. The A&E one? I, something, maybe. The yeah. only active wrestler in that documentary was Jade Cargill. Oh, wow. This was while she was under AEW's umbrella still, under contract there. Wow. So I guess, you know, they actively didn't want any any WWE wrestler to be a part of it. Who knows how everyone went into part of that, went went into that. What I saw watching that, because she spoke on it, was that, yo, this girl's a wrestling fan. Mm. She was a China, you know, that was an inspiration to her. Yeah to the physique, to wanting to wrestle, everything. You just, you know, blaze a trail, so to speak. So I think that she is 100% where she needs to be. I think that Triple H gets what should and ideally will be done for her to build her properly or so, or who knows what. This was a great night one. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you. I think she already looked sharper in the ring i think she already looks better did you see a clip of her in the, at the performance center circulating on social media it's been a while weeks? it's been oh in the last couple of weeks no no show posted one and i counted i said oh brother i i said Dude, her uh, she's doing the work i i said she's gonna hit like like brock in 02. something like that yeah possibly like you can't keep you won't be able to keep her out of the main event scene in the women's division yeah, well, I think, and who knows, I, I've thought this for literally months now, but um, I, I think she's heading for a, a Naya feud at Mania. She might have squashed it night one. That might be like her introductory feud Ooh. to the Mania feud. Yeah, which yeah. Which might have to be Bianca. I'm not seeing a Bianca title picture. Interesting. They looked more competitive in the ring together than I thought they were going to. I, I didn't. I didn't know their sizes and everything really. But like, Bianca is like can look eye to eye with her. There's She's not a unit, man. Yeah, dude, for <laughs> sure, dude. Respectfully, um, no. I mean, I don't. It would be disrespectful if you held back that term. Like she, like yes, <laughs> that's. I think it's well deserved. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that that I think I thought they were building it with the irresistible force thing. You know, the the I thought they were building that. I thought they were going to call her like, you know, the immovable object or something. It was going to be like they were going to make that that sort of thing happen. Maybe that's not where they're going. But I think Nia is a good start for her. And I think she's, you know, I think we saw a little bit of that. Like, didn't she did she? Did she have her Andre the Giant moment with her? She did. In the she sl- she yeah, slammed Andre over. She did the Claudio. She did do the Claudio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, it was after throwing her on her shoulders, AA style. 
with it oh flexing. yeah that's why i say i feel like they already nipped that in the butt dude <laughs> like, she's yeah uh, maybe we're talking about chamber for that, that that's possible right not that she'll no. handle Naya, but when it comes down to it, she can handle Naya like no one, not like none of the other women can currently. Maybe yeah. Rhea, but we're not hot shotting her versus Rhea. That that's probably Becky. I don't want to give that a give right, that a right, year. No, let that right. cook because that, that let it stick it in this stick it in the crock pot. Like that's those two are gonna have if they, if they ever get time to make a rivalry. Those two are gonna they're gonna cook and I can't wait. To further the the analogy, Brock debuted the night after Mania O two after mm-hmm. Goldberg and uh Brock walked out. I'm I'm lying. What am I talking about? That's, that's the same guy I'm talking about. I was gonna Maybe, say Goldberg and what Brock. Happened, what happened at uh Mania that year? I'm not going back on that. Was that the are you thinking about wait, the the year he debuted? Yeah. Mania that year I think was X seven. Or was that? Was it wasn't well X seven? No, it was X eight. I'm trying to remember what that would have been. X seven was X seven was Rock. So seventeen was seventeen was um, Rock and Stone Cold. Eighteen was eighteen was Rock Hogan. No, that was that was. Wasn't that? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. 18 was Rock Hogan. You're right. So that was Jericho Triple H. Yeah. Because 19 was Brock and Kurt. And then the final Rock Austin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As in the mid card. Yeah. 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 Okay. X8. Yeah. Oh, so anywho, Rock debuted the next night, slammed the hell out of, I think, Spike Dudley and like Jeff Hardy and somebody oh, else. Oh, Spike Dudley. <laughs> A lovable yeah. lunatic. Won the King of the Ring in like another month or two. He beat Hulk Hogan on SmackDown in a, with a bear hug mm-hmm. a couple weeks after that. They wanted to do the match with Brock and Austin, and that's what made Austin walk out, yeah. I believe. Yeah, because um, he was going to... They were like, hold on. Well, we don't know. We assume they were going to squash him. Right? He's like, hold on. What the hell? You got this kid beating all these... Guys. You're doing this on on TV. What what are we doing? Yeah. Anywho, by SummerSlam 02, he beat Rock for the belt. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I think that if you just can't wait and, and you got to get Jade some action by SummerSlam, I'm here for it. There's sort of a precedent. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that makes sense. Along the way, I would not be shocked. Well, I, my prediction is SummerSlam is going to feel a, a heck of a lot bigger this year. I think we're. I think this year SummerSlam was a little bit of a lull, and not once again, not to not to take anything away from the Tribal Chief, but I just think the fact that we all knew this championship's not changing hands. Um, not this. It way. brings it brings it down. Yeah, you, you know, you can't you can't you know you can only build so much, you know, if you kind of know the ending, you know. Yeah, but no, man, she she was stellar. That that was stellar. Uh, minor point. She looked great. Her, keep, her keeping the music, just court. You know, it's one of those things where you don't know. Like when Cody was coming back, it's like, is he going to keep? We don't know. Yeah. And well, I think we kind of thought there was no chance, really, especially with Cody. Um, like we just it, didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. And with Jade, her music is fire. So yeah. it, it's very good that I think that she kept it. I liked the presentation. I liked everything about her. She looked sharp in the ring when she got eliminated. It was not, 
you know, she it felt like she could have actually won that thing, you know, and that's that's saying something. Got down you to know? the wire where yeah, it was like she yeah. might point to the sign. To me, that was a that was a Cody last year at Rumble performance, except without the win at the end of it. Like we we saw, okay, we got a star, and the ending was done very well. How you said they didn't rely on tropes, they mm-hmm. didn't do a final four in the women's match of everybody sitting in the corner. This they didn't really do it in the men's either. Not really. They did the final six in the men. Yeah, yeah, and sort of all took a side. You know, what's that say to you about the roster? Think about that. Because the the final, the six, final six were so yeah they were so epic that you could do that oh it's it amazing was, it, was, it was Sammy Jay Drew Gunther Punk and Cody that's not your all every one of them who were in the championship match <laughs> every one of them could could wrestle a WrestleMania main event also wasn't Seth Rollins like you know also not Seth Rollins yeah Mage and then in the what they did in the women's match, whoever the fourth was, not coming back off the top of memory. But yeah, me either. They got down to that last three, and they didn't give you a second to process final two. Oh, Becky, last right? Last year, oh, I think it was. Yeah, and Jade dumped her, right? It was Jade, Becky, or wait, hold on. Because Becky got eliminated by getting like kicked in the face by another elimination, right? Oh, it was Jade. It was Jade, it was Jade. swinging yeah. Naomi, who like. It was Naomi, yeah. Nine. Who like six one nine kicked her, right? Dumped Naomi. That was a mage spot. Big so time. let me ask you this: Do you think? Because I have a theory, not a theory, but do you think that when did you notice all the ladies were sitting around the ring after after like, like there were like six of them? They they were so happy for Bailey. They were happy for Bailey. That they all wanted to see it with their own eyes. I guarantee, yeah. Yeah, dude, Agreed, for dude. sure. No, you know how you know what that does it, for my heart. Well. You know what that does was, for my heart. It was the pace of the ending to where like they legitimately didn't have time to like really process. Like, damn it, like we really got. To-. But yeah. also, they weren't. They were in no rush to hit the ramp. No, they were, like, they were selling it. Like, especially yeah. Becky, they were selling it. But at the same time, they weren't leaving. Like, they knew something. They knew what was coming. Nah, dude, and and t- tonight more than ever, uh, I'm proud to say. I was there when Bailey axed the huggers. Oh I yeah, was yeah. There. I saw yep. it with thine own eyes. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, was there. We started all of this. We we were there. Yeah, you you were there, man. That was you, you did it. It was something about you in the crowd. She saw you and she was like, you know, I'm sick of this. <laughs> and tonight, she 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 bookended it with you know oh. you like me you all like me don't you? yes oh and th- that phase turn is going to be so i don't know when they're going to cement it i realize they were cheering her tonight but that face I turn is just going to be amazing team. if she came out at mania with the dun, 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 no stop it. <laughs> like that might be way too hard of like a 180 maybe so yeah but i think that music would do stuff to me inside yeah, and that and you know the, the, the Sasha stuff with Bailey and NXT yeah. Brooklyn back like those were fantastic matches. And Bailey's it, been out here, bro, like ten yeah, years plus, nonstop, man. She, she, she. There was a part of me tonight that really thought we were doing a four horsewomen thing, and it, and Charlotte was going to come out, you know, just healed enough to to get thrown over the top rope, and um. 
and I, I really thought we might get Mercedes out there. Like I, I, I hadn't given up on it yet. I didn't think I it was going to happen. Out there but earlier that I thought it might happen because you know why? Yeah. It's because Bailey tweeted, "Happy birthday!" At oh, Mercedes Monet, miss you, kissing face. <laughs> you know, I Mercedes said, has become the ultimate troll when it comes to this too, because she's just. I, it's an interesting choice to go back to AEW, and and if if she does, but is she is she though? I know you're still. I don't know. Probably holding out some hope. To me, it's it's for one. Sorry to cut you off. AEW just has to figure out the women's division, and I get it. Bringing in Mercedes Monet might help, but they yeah. have no track record of knowing how to book a women's roster. It's true. With the amount of in-ring time that you devote to on your weekly shows. You have just got to figure out how to divvy that time up. We'll never take them serious if the one match we're getting is your title feud, and then we're supposed to believe. It, it's just not booked properly. You watch yeah. NXT for three weeks, you will be enthralled by their women's division mm-hmm. because it's fleshed out. They're given time. They're giving screen time. Character yeah. development happens. We get none of that properly in AEW, and it's like, Sasha, come on. Oh, and by the way, you talk about AEW division or AEW's women division. Yeah, they they need to work on it. But guess who just got the whose women's division just got the rub from the big guys, from the dub the 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 TNA. E, TNA just got a huge rub, and I'm telling you what, it's good for them. It's good for both of them. And and the more those two work in tandem, you gotta wonder. You know, like. How long until Dolph Ziggler comes out as Dolph Ziggler to that to his music? Like that could be part of it, you know. There, there, there's a partnership there, and I think the key is like there's no animosity. TNA doesn't think they're going to be WWE. They think they're going to be TNA. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. So, yeah, you, you're yeah, all of a sudden you're getting knockouts, knockouts, shoutouts on WWE TV. Look out. Dude, and I think um, I think that Mickey James came out in the Rumble while she was the Knockouts champion. I think she had the belt. Ago. Yeah. I don't think she came out with the belt, though. I thought she did. Or maybe they just called her the champion. No, I, you might be right. I think so. I, I don't think she had it. Like, there was yeah. like, oh, that's Mickey James. Side yeah. note, she's a champion in another promotion or something like that. Tonight it's, I think they said oh, TNA yeah, or Impact. They said Impact with a different belt. Right? Yeah. Like it hit different. And then she got out there, and yo, was she's good? Fire! Like, like they weren't. I liked it. Up to her, poor Ivy Nile. You know, I like Ivy Nile. She tried yeah. to hit some some beats in lockstep with her that she just didn't hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout the match, still. Jordan Grace's performance was great. She took the KOD on the apron. I think that was made too because, like, hey, what one of your jabronis couldn't eliminate me? You you had the you the EST who also yeah. next to her who had a, who had a great physique. hadn't seen hadn't caught her in ring work like that. Yeah. Bianca next to her just every emphasized yo Bianca's a freaking she is a dog dude. Yeah, like, dude, dude. <laughs> Dude, Bianca's yeah. I don't know how we're working her into Mania, but you want like you almost want to do another belt. You're like, hey, can we uh can we do a can we get another belt going here? Because 
they are stacked with talent right now. They're booking it well. The women and the men, I think, are are both, you know, putting on really great work. Like it, it's it's not it's no longer like the mid card. We're talking like people want to watch these matches in the main event, and 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 quite frankly, Jade's just going to make that even more so. Like, oh, yeah. who wouldn't want? If you heard Jade's coming out in the main event, you gonna be mad at that? I'm not. Think about her with a belt up for grabs or a real storyline up for grabs. Says mid. No, not a thing. I think the biggest problem with WWE's women's division right now is the the deficit between the mid card and the upper level. I think the upper level is is the upper tier is you know as as good as we've ever seen. And then you get down to the level, and you get like people like Zia Lee, and I, you know, Zia Lee comes out and she does her katana from Mortal Kombat thing or whatever, whatever it is, and I just go, "Come on!" They they need a mid card belt. The um, the, the they need a mid card belt to make people compete for it. The the North to make storylines in NXT was introduced at a perfect time. Yeah, I think they had a ten man ladder match. Mm-hmm to crown the inaugural North American champion. And in that match were guys like, at the time, Velveteen Dream, mm. Ricochet, Adam Cole. It was a 10-man ladder match with guys in it. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a case in point example of, yeah, this roster needs another belt. So that way, yeah, at least Zaylee, you can there's something more credible for you to do because we know for a matter of fact you're not winning one of these big ones yeah and and she's her presentation for a mid carter to beat that's more legitimate than just oh there's no way she's you know right and her presentation makes it clear like you're not you're not looking at her going like oh she's she's a threat like no this is her presentation is you know not there so but i mean i think one thing we've seen is that it's abundantly clear their their top level is the best in wrestling and i don't know why someone like mercedes wouldn't want to be a part of it because she is top level as well knock it off you want to go be a big fish in a small pond or do you want to be a big fish in a big pond because you know (laughs) that's what she's going to be you wouldn't say that eo sky is levitating above all these women but by just proxy of being the champ she gets she's got the storyline now whereas she's got she's got plot armor yeah whereas and and Rhea right now just from everything is like yeah no she she, she's one of the best wrestlers period talk about her differently like (laughs) we don't have to there's no gender gap there she is she's one of the best wrestlers in wrestling right now absolutely zero question last thing uh it, it stood out to me how um, WWE trying to figure out their women's tag team division has like infiltrated the whole roster as well because like everybody comes out and then a couple of minutes later, oh well, that's their partner. She has a back. She has backup. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> they used to be tag team champions, but you look at the lineage of that women's tag team belt. It's helped. It's helped some folks stay afloat. Yeah, it's, it's models, a bit of a zoo. Yeah, I know, I know. 
but it still existing it has some strange legacy that like, it does that is being passed down with it it had the role models sasha and bailey it had uh what to call it uh even seeing the kabuki warriors you know from when they originally had it to when they have it now you know yeah. it had there was the raquel and live era that was like kind of <laughs> cool forgot you about know. that there is uh there is uh, uh chelsea green and and uh piper it's worked it's worked going back to the iconics you know the oh the iconics the miss the iconics they, they'd be natural ch- tag team champions right now it's a way to book the division you know uh, it's it's at least they don't seem to be forgetting about it now. There was the Baszler Ronda era. You know, don't remind me. Sort of short lived. Oh boy. Oh, man. Did it work? <laughs> Did that work? It Is that the word you would use? Last, work. It worked for her last three months in the company. Okay. Okay. It saw her out. Okay. All right. Yeah, gracefully. Was that graceful? Okay. I saw that last match with her. The MMA match. Was that graceful? Anything else? Not about that. <laughs> yeah, no, man. We're, you know. We're on the road, we man. We We're on the road. The road to we, WrestleMania. We personally and uh, as a collective think it's great. I, I think it's great. Yes. For the record, I have a mutual connection with Peter Rosenberg. Do you really? Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. You know, I'm, I'm, hemming, and, I'm hemming and hawing visually. Doing, yeah. I'm doing my best with this team, but I mean, uh, <laughs> I, 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 may, I may exhaust that resource. Okay. And, and try to get right. Rosenberg. Just so that way he knows that I, too, along with the friends that I have talking wrestling on here, love it and think that it's great. It's it's certainly great. Mm-hmm. Um, some would say we uh, steal it gently. We didn't get to talk about Claudio. We don't have to. That's that's future, man. But we got plenty of time to talk about that. It was a good talk. It was a good talk. But none of it is so is so timely that uh, it would be ruined by a, a couple of weeks. <laughs> there needs be there needs to be no respect. The, the, I, I get enough respect as it is. I, I just I just love being on the pod, man. I appreciate you having me. I'll get you some clips. We'll get some we'll get some exclusives. I uh, there was a few a few fun things we talked about. Roman versus Nick Aldis in general might work out. That might be the last straw. That might be the one that that makes uh, that makes Solo turn on him. Yeah. Let yeah. continue. Well, man, we appreciate you. Like, follow, subscribe to the show. As always, we appreciate you for listening, and uh, we will be back very soon. And until next time. Whose game is it? <laughs> With everybody, yeah. say it. L. A. Night.